Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show where we were joined by a comedian and Manchester United fan, Danny McLaughlin. Yeah, funny man. He was funny on good man. form. Yeah, very good form. Looking I think he's excited about Ronaldo. Well, yeah. Mm, sort of. Oh, it was a very interesting reaction. Um, we also... Um, who else did we speak to today? We, we spoke, spoke to... to uh, Ali Ross. Ali course, Ross was, was it, fantastic. Um, Tartan Army foot soldier, robbed of the chance to go to Copenhagen yeah. for the game this evening, which is a terrible blow. Um, so we had a chat with him. We had a bit of a chat. You got involved. I got involved. We had lots of stuff. stuff. We had lots of very nice little towns. I think that'll keep you going. Yeah, that'll keep you going. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Pinch, punch, first of the month. Do you do that, Paul? Not, not as an adult. Not, not, not no. having, I mean, I didn't do anybody on the train today. Oh, I'm an avid th- player. So, do you, but with strangers? No, not with strangers, but with family. Oh, and really? And often get woken up. Kids, even my kids now, my five-year-old yeah. daughter, pinch, punch, first of the month. I mean, she has called Childline <laughs> a few times, Paul, <laughs> yeah, but we have to explain... Yeah. It's part of it, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, if you do it to a stranger and just say, it's, it's technically assault, <laughs> it isn't is. it? Really? Just... I, I, we did, I did wonder how it came about. And it'd be I don't very know. hard as the, as, as, <laughs> as the prosecuting counsel stood there and said, you're telling me a, a, an adult, a man in his 40s, pinched the stranger, <laughs> then punched the stranger yeah. because it was the 1st of September. And Escalated saying, it. Oh, yeah. And the judge, he's looking over the top of his glasses. <laughs> you're, you're going down, Charlie. Who's the first person? Going down to, with the arsenal. <laughs> Who's the first person to do it, Paul? Um, you know, oh, it's a game. Pinch, punch. Yeah. First of the month. It doesn't even rhyme probably, Somebody does quite it? Violent. Vladley Impaler. I've always thought that with the knock-knock joke, Paul. Who was the first but uh, right, knock knock. Now, now you say. <laughs> oh yeah, sort of ruins yeah. the joke, yeah, doesn't it? it? Does you say who's there, yeah, right, and I say you know who was the first big person ish, and you say it? big issue, and I say yeah. no, thank you very much. Now, <laughs> we're g- talking of which, we're going to be looking at the the origins and derivations of well-known phrases and myths and yes. everything around sport today, in a new book called uh, Games People Played, and it is some there's some fantastic yeah. myth busting going on, and also myth busting yesterday in his first press conference as an England player was Patrick Bamford. Yes. Now, um, whenever you mention the name Patrick Bamford, Max Rushton just says, a grade seven violin. That's, that's <laughs> it's the one fact he knows about Patrick Bamford. Yeah. So, and he and is that a true it. fact, Paul? Well, it is. Ah, OK. It's one of the few things that people think about Patrick Bamford that is true because he, he nailed a few of the myths uh, yesterday. Yeah, grade seven violin, that is true, as uh, Max has always told us. Uh, some of the things that aren't true is that his father is the billionaire owner of JCB. <laughs> he said when he oh, went Bamford, to Leeds... Bamford, J.C. Bamford, is, is it? That, is that the, I don't I know. don't know if that's the B in well, B. I've got in... no idea. He's, when he went to Leeds, one of the coaches said, I think it's great that you've still played the game, despite the fact you you know you probably don't need to work again. And he yeah. said, like, what are you talking about? So, so well, it has held him back, hasn't it? Because of Sean, yeah. Sean Dyche, he says, was, you know, inverted 
Yeah. Snobbery. Snobbery, yeah, he, you know, he did sort of into that. He, the, the other story they say about him is that he, he could have gone to Harvard. Well, kind of. He went for a football scholarship in that part of the oh, world, yeah. and Harvard came forward and said they'd be interested because obviously he was a hot prospect. But he said I was never going to do it. I was always going to play p- football professionally rather than do that. The other myths uh, about him uh, is that he speaks four languages fluently. He said, "No, I don't." He said, "I speak a bit of French, uh, and I understand Spanish, but I can't speak it." Yeah. So it's interesting. All these because he's you know he's a bit by football sense a bit posh and he's admitted a brain that whole head, thing yeah. is that inverted snobbery has changed a bit but it did strike me that it might be within reason um, talk sport <laughs> listeners that maybe you'd like to invent a few myths yeah, about um, existing professional footballers mm. now obviously we'll stay on the right side of legal like, I don't think Patrick's <laughs> going to come after us if we suggest he's got a grade 7 violin yeah, not, not just for not. Patrick Bamford either for no, all, anybody. All, all, all footballers, footballers yeah, if yeah, you yeah, want to come up with an interesting fact that could grow into a myth much like the JCB billionaire yeah Grade seven violin could have gone to Harvard. Uh, I think we, four languages. we can get out of the way now as well. You know, we don't. We There's don't certain need players. We're Jordan Ayew is apparently a striker or something like that. Yeah, we no, need, we don't, need, we don't them. need any of that. We rubbish. don't need them. We just basically you want to come up with a few alternatives. Let's let's create a few myths this afternoon yeah. about some of our leading players. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. That's T S H A N D J. And the first of an occasional series today of one that I'm sure is going to take off, oh, Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Footballers that sound like villages. Oh, how nice. Now, let me give you an example. The way you've got to start this, because we always used to have this thing about uh, uh, Bernard Hopkins. You know, we'd always say Bernard Hopkins, but we call him. And we'd say, you should see my man, like like he sounded like an accountant, not a boxer. But as soon as he becomes Bernard Hopkins and not Bernard Hopkins, suddenly you're saying, you should see my man Bernard Hopkins, you'll save (laughs) you a hell of a lot of money. (laughs) So we used to go down that route. Um, But now um, I was thinking, Barnett uh, have announced a loan signing. And he reminded me of a lovely little village just outside of Oxford. Okay, lovely. And I'd, so I'd say to you, Charlie, no, there's where a great you... pub. There's a great pub. There's yeah, good it's food. A lovely pub. Really good food. It's oh, all yeah. like traditional oak <laughs> beans. Go on a nice listed. walk around it first. Yeah. Let yeah. me give you the guy's name. He's okay. just gone alone to Barnet uh, yesterday, and he said, I'm, "Yeah, I've just moved to this lovely little <laughs> village." Just outside of Oxford, called Aston Oxborough. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely. You can <laughs> lovely. see it, oh, aren't you? Yeah. You're now entering Very nice. Aston Oxborough. Please drive please, slowly. Please drive slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hope you don't mind this, Aston. It, you are the springboard yeah. this afternoon. So, just move this. And the lovely pub. So, build Beautiful. it, if you like. Build it as much build as you'd first. like. You've just moved to this lovely little vo- village just yeah. outside Oxford, called, and we were looking for the players that that would fit none of the new houses that are springing up everywhere in the whole country <clears throat> they don't want barrett homes they're, they're not they're not being football. thrown up in aston oxborough no then yeah that's it's all greenbelt yeah. we we all got together <laughs> and we lent on the local councillor they were trying to build but uh, the yeah anyway so let us know it's 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 in the doomsday book apparently Is it? aston yeah. oxborough. <laughs> it's in the doomsday book that's another one they like go on then let your imagination yeah, run wild we set you to work today uh, talksport.com text 889 tweet ts H and J. Um, John says that um, uh, Ashley Barnes' hair transplant was used with the hair of Diego Maradona oh. that was smuggled from a barber's in Argentina ten years ago. Well, we there we are. That's what about a, that? I, I never knew I did, that. I didn't did know you? that. Did you? I knew, you ruffle, for talk, you I knew you played for Talkie United. If you ruffle Ashley's hair, you're touching the, the, the hair of a genius. The hair of God. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. how it is. Wow. Anyway, um, so there, were the myths have started already. Just some of the things <laughs> that aren't true about professional footballers. Oh, here we go, Paul. Uh, Ian Rush is related to one of the Mr. Men. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know which Although, one. Yeah, Mr. I, Strong, no, I'm can't a, be. Mr. Mr. Tickle. Mr. Finisher. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Yeah, I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Anyway, um, Mr. Tash. Mr. Well, Talking of which, yeah, yeah, Charlie well, Baker has uh, He's got rid of the beard, yeah. and he's just gone Tash. I've just gone for the he's full, gone the full uh, Tom Selleck. I've gone for yeah. It's it's a Tom good Selleck, look. and yeah. people have said to me, "Oh, Ted Lasso," and I've not seen. It's got a bit of Ted famously Lasso not it. seen Ted Lasso because yeah. we had one of the stars of. Ted yeah, Lasso Brett Goldstein came on. You, you admitted to him he's a friend of yours. It. You hadn't seen a minute of it. And I always like to think, be, I always like to be just just behind the curve, Paul. Yeah, just that's the key. <laughs> that's just behind it's it. It's a career you know. hallmark. <laughs> just off, just behind the, just behind the curve, just What's off cool? the pace. Oh, I'll, I'll get that in a couple of months. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Oh, I've just yeah. bought a lovely little place <laughs> in Linden Dykes oh, in the really? Cotswolds. Oh, it's lovely, good. Linden lovely, Dykes. Good stuff. We're doing this this afternoon because we are looking for other uh, footballers that sound like uh, beautiful villages just yeah. outside of uh, um, Oxford. Linden and this Dykes. is because uh, Barnet have signed the little village of Aston Oxborough. <laughs> I, I've, two years I've been in Aston Oxborough. I can't touch the house, it's listed. I wanted a repair done. I had to use, I had to use plaster. With uh, with badger hair, in it's it. a conservation it's a, it's a, area. It's a conservation, and exactly, we can't do yeah. any work on the house. William, I wanted you PVC, <laughs> but the council said no. <laughs> William Taylor says there's a there's a lovely ch- uh, chippy in the village of Cole Stockton. Cole Stockton, lovely, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, Chris says I've just had an extension built on my two up, two down in Maitland Niles. Oh, it's, it's a lovely lo- there, isn't lovely it? part of the world. Really. Is. Anyway, yeah, keep those coming. Sound a bit like villages and myths about footballers. Things you. Uh, completely made up um, <laughs> because um, it was uh, Patrick Bamford who had to dispel a few myths yesterday about him being a, the son of a billionaire and, you know, speaking four languages. 
According to one of the listeners, Bobby Zamora once paid for hard hats for all seats in Rose. No, it's, it's just it's a bit of football satire. We told you not to do that. Grow we up. didn't want that. We, we didn't, didn't want that. those. We've had a lovely one about uh, Daniel Danny Welbeck's granddad being a yeah. bomb disposal expert. Yeah, called Stan Stan Welbeck. See this. <laughs> We don't want That's that nonsense. Belter. We want myths. <laughs> Thank you for that. Wayne Rooney keeps pigeons. Says <laughs> I mean, that could uh, just be true. Kevin, yeah, that's, I mean, it could just be true. Well, who's spreading that rumour? Anyway, keep them coming. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Yes, good afternoon. It's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Manchester United fan comedian Danny McLaughlin joins us a little bit later on. They're very excited about the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, we deliberately didn't talk Manchester United with Alex Crook when we rounded up the winners and losers because I think they're accepted to be some, one of the real winners in this window with the business that they did. Maybe they're a titled tilt is on the cards because of the business they did. But Danny will join us later on. We'll chat about a new book on the global history of sport, so it does dispel a few myths. And just to, just to remind you again, as Patrick Bamford spoke to the press as an England player for the first time, he dispelled a few myths. Uh, he's not the billionaire son of a billionaire uh, JCB owner. He's not <laughs> able to speak four languages. He has got grade seven violin. That he can't cover. That up. is true. He could have kind of gone to Harvard, but never really bothered. So he, <laughs> he, dispelled, he dispelled a few myths. So we're asking you to come up with a few myths about... Um, uh, leading footballers uh, today and uh, Jamie in Scotland tells us that Gary Neville was the British under 13 BMX champion. He oh. had to stop after it was brought to, to Alex Ferguson's attention as he was worried about serious injuries. Yeah, so that, some of these sound a few quite, endos. Can see him doing a few endos. They, yeah. they sound uh, quite believable. Um, Ryan, Ryan from Portsmouth. Yeah, sorry, yeah. John, Aldridge, John Aldridge has the third largest stamp collection in the UK behind Graham Penrose from Bexhill on Sea and Mark McDonald from Dunfermline. Lovely. Lovely, uh, lovely bit of the other two lads as well. And uh, footballers that sound like quintessential uh, English villages. I've just bought a lovely pile just outside Aston Oxborough <laughs> uh, in Oxfordshire. Aston yeah. is uh, the new um, Barnet goalkeeper that was signed yesterday. So you're adding to those uh, this afternoon. Um, have we had any decent ones? Yeah, have you here? seen the house development plans for... Corley Woodrow. We need to contact the parish council immediately. <laughs> yes, we must. We certainly must. Um, Thank you, Pans And Grundy. I've just visited a lovely National Trust property, says Daz, in um, Kiernan Dewsbury. Kiernan Dewsbury Hall. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Kiernan Dewsbury yeah. Hall. Beautiful. Oh, lovely. That's yeah, um, nice. Leicester City midfielder he puts in brackets, which slightly kills it, doesn't yeah. it, really? You have to say slightly, they are. Yeah, exactly. Don't start trawling the youth teams for them. Well, having said that, <laughs> Old Aston Oxbury, he's quite a young lad, isn't he? Anyway, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And I'm sure there's been times during the pandemic where you've thought to yourself, if we didn't have the pandemic, I know exactly where oh, I'd yeah, be now. I'd be yeah. sitting outside my usual bar in Torremolinos, whatever, <laughs> with a pint of San Miguel with my shirt off. Everybody kind of has had those moments where they've yeah. thought like that. The lovely image guest, you painted of yourself. Well, and that's, I'm not, that wasn't... I'm just... That was a, a, one, a for four, the, one for the mums listening. For example. <laughs> in, my string, in my string it's vest. 2021. And, uh, <laughs> but our next guest knows full well he'd be standing in a town square in Copenhagen with a, a pint of something yeah. cold in his hand, singing all sorts of Scottish football songs, basically in a kill. A, a lot of other part, men exactly. dressed very similarly. He is a member of the Tartan, he's a Tartan Army foot soldier. He would have been at this game. Uh, it's Denmark versus Scotland. We got it live this evening. Ali Ross, uh, the son's very own, joins us now. Good afternoon, Ali. I, I would, Paul. I'd be in the fountain. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> is, it, is it obligatory to get into a fountain when you travel abroad with Scotland? 
I've done it. Where have I done it? In Genoa. I've done it in Trafalgar Square. It's really unpleasant. You yeah. just think, oh, <laughs> what I've done this for? That's the rest of the day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I have to get the train back to Glasgow as well. Yeah. Stupid. When will yeah. I ever learn? It is. It's so much. I mean, it's, you're, you are a regular, and I suppose it's, it's you know, it's your mm. social circle. It's people you probably only see when you're on the road with Scotland. Yeah, and yeah. It's a unit of all football fans that, that, you know, like to go to a lot of away games or travel or watch their country play it's a, it's a big part of your life exactly yeah it, I've, I've missed it like nothing else mm. there, were, there were I think eight of us going over to Copenhagen and uh, and Vienna which is just for the time I mean that's a dream double header yeah I mean we might not get a single point but wow what a good time we'd have yeah <laughs> Expensive, expensive pints thing. in Copenhagen. Is it? Is it? Yeah, is it expensive, yeah, expensive there. Yeah, pints. yeah. And the and the and the uh, famous sta- statue there is, of course, also a fountain, isn't it? Of the little boy weeing into the sea or whatever. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. all sorts of trouble. Yeah, that's Brussels. I think the Little Mermaid. It's on the Little Mermaid. mermaid. There we are. There we are. I've mixed up my fountain. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're you're speaking to an expert on fountains. Sorry, Ali, I do apologise. Just mentioning fountains all over the world. You've seen one fountain. (laughs) I've embarrassed myself. (laughs) You've seen one fountain. You've. uh, We should have got Trevi Francis on, shall we? Come on. Let's have. Let's have your fountain-based football. No, let's not, eh? Um, Yeah. I mean, what? Happens? Do the Tartan Army do they congregate anywhere else? Do they, is, there, is there a coming together at some Certainly point? Dis- discussions are ongoing amongst mm. the London-based fraternity. Mm. There is a, there is a pub just off Fleet Street where where everyone goes. Right. It's one thing that's missing from London is a Scottish bar. The Irish bars everywhere, but yeah. no discernible place where, where we would we, just naturally mm. meet. We wouldn't have to be told to, but. It's been heartbreaking, not mm. being there. I, I, I kind of measure my life by these trips, and yeah, it may sound a bit bleak when it's, it's all based yeah. around Scotland, but it's just a fact. Keep it light. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> when you say a Scottish bar, do you mean one of those sort of boarded up windows ones that you see, like you that they, they you can't? There's not not a shred of daylight in, right. inside. Do you want to work just, in Edinburgh again? Just sort of Charlie? one guy outside <laughs> just yeah, smoking yeah, a tap. Slightly uh, <laughs> slightly rocky ground. I remember once going to uh, going to Ibrox watch a, a Rangers Celtic game, and yeah. so we have a pint before the match. I said, "There's a pub there." We said, yeah. "Oh no, we can't Ooh. go in there. <laughs> don't go we in there." Go yeah. Yeah. You just know you get yeah. the vibe. I just um, uh, I, I don't know what it was about the place, but we we, we were warned off. But um, but what, I mean, what about tonight from a football point of view? Because you've not, you've not made a bad start to qualifying, a couple of draws mm. and a win. Although okay. the Danes, we, we, yeah, we should have taken Austria at home. Mm. Um, Steve Clark's quite a cautious manager, to say the least, um, as you probably would have seen mm. during the European Championships. So, and we drew away with Israel as well, who were who were there for the taking. So, uh, the crucial game is Vienna. Yeah, um, you need to come out of that without being beaten, mm. and, and give us something to aim at. Not least because I've now had to redirect all my holidays, and I'm going to go to Moldova in November. Hopefully, oh, that'll yeah. be fun. 
stop off in Bucharest on the way. You you want a bit of that, don't you, Paul? I yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good trip. That does sound like. Will Major be going to Vienna at all, Ali? Or, yeah, we, uh... <laughs> I know it means nothing to him, but yeah, you know, so... he's, he's, today he's been making himself laugh all day. I'm a bit, a bit worried about him. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's our third choice goalkeeper. Yeah, yes, Major, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking his boots. Yeah. Um, so you, you you take a point tonight because they're decent the oh, Danes, definitely. aren't they? Yeah, They've, I think Dolberg and Braithwaite are both out. They don't have the troubles to seek injury mm. wise either. There's seven of them missing uh, for one reason and another. Yeah. Uh, I think they can probably cope with the injuries a wee bit better than us. Just for goodness' sake, play Billy Gilmore from the start mm. this time because that's what was missing. Uh, in the two games we lost at the Euro, yeah. someone, someone who passes to the same member, same members of his team. Imagine that. No, he was great against England, and then obviously you know, the, the issues of the virus, and, and, yeah, and that yeah. was the end of that. He did play very well. Yeah, goalkeeper you mentioned could be third choice. You got two young lads, or Craig Gordon. He probably will play Craig Gordon. You would think, wouldn't he, this evening? Yeah, it, it, it's one for the for the older head, I think, tonight. Mm. Which is a fixture that's really crept up on me without. Yeah. The travel arrangements, the fountain, the hangover, uh, the paracetamol and all that. It, just, mm. it, it feels like it's almost not happening. <laughs> so I've, got, I've, got to get into, I've got to get my game face on. Yeah. And a short-lived you know, European adventure for your club side, Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah, that was a shame. Well, you had to go and bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hoping for better? Um, hoping, but not really expecting. Mm. Uh, Going to car, car, beaten by a carrier bag, didn't we? <laughs> you were beaten bag, by right? a carrier bag, basically. Yeah. It's, it's been on the cards for a few years. <laughs> yeah, <now. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then buying no one in the transfer window. No, no, absolutely that's... no one. Some of those bags for life are pretty strong, though. They are. They? So, you know. <laughs> yeah, they could. Yeah, they could. Yeah. So There's look, no um, easy bags in Europe. No, there are no, <laughs> no easy bags. Uh, enjoy tonight's game, Ali. Um, oh, well, Paul, thank uh, you. Thanks for joining us. Good luck with Scotland, and uh, we will catch up with you soon. Do take care, Cheers, There we are. The son's uh, excellent uh, TV columnist, uh, Ali Ross. Fine column uh, every week. We highly recommend it. And um, yeah, you can listen to that game on, if Talk you're not able two, to yeah. be there. Talksport Two. Ali's Alex, quickly a commentator, Chris Awellamo. Quarter to eight kickoff: Denmark versus Scotland. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, former journeyman, if you say yeah. it quickly. Ben Almick. Sounds like a lovely place to go for an afternoon tea. Just off to Ben Almick. Ben, ben, in Scotland. Ben, ben Anick. Ben he's an Anick. Oh, he's yeah, an Anick, yeah, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Ben Anick. Just a little yeah. island off, off the Hebrides. It'd be better if his name was Glenn. He'd be up in yeah, Scotland. Oh, perfect, wouldn't, it, really? wouldn't he? Yeah, lovely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You were wondering earlier on, Charlie, whether there was anybody out there called Juan Fuerte. Um, and there is. Mark oh, Carter's uh, found him for He's a Mexican painter. Fantastic. We'll have to get him on as a guest. It wasn't wondering just out of nowhere. You yeah. said Juan Fuerte. For some I did say. I said, yeah. It's. I said it's Juan Fuerte. Yeah. So I got it completely wrong. But how lovely! Would be brilliant, wouldn't it? You oh, know, to make perfect. an appointment with him. <laughs> table. For, well, also, it's, well, it's like the old. Bit, it's the old dentist joke, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it would be um, a table for two, please. Yes, certainly, sir. What's the name? Juan Fuerte. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, right, mate. What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> You've made your point. I know you want lunch, but if you've been there for hours, who's on first? <laughs> Poor old Juan. Juan Fuerte. Anyway, um, let's hear from Cristiano Ronaldo. He's been speaking to uh, MUTV and he admits that uh, his former gaffer, Sir Alex Ferguson, played a key role in his decision to move back to Old Trafford. 
since I signed for Manchester with 18, the Sir Alex Ferguson was the, the key. I remember when we played against Manchester, I, wa I was in Sporting Lisbon. And uh, for me, Sir Alex Ferguson is like a father in football for me. He helped me a lot, teach me many things. And uh, in my opinion, of course, he had a, a big role because the relationship that we had, uh, we keep in touch uh, all the time. It's an unbelievable person and I, I really like it, him a lot. And he was the, the main key for me to be in, a, in the position that I am, that I signed for Manchester United. Yes, uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo chatting to MUTV and mm. when we spoke to Alex Crook earlier on about the winners and losers of the window we deliberately kept our powder dry with Manchester United I think widely accepted at a fantastic window that's because our next guest is a Manchester United fan comedian uh, Danny McLaughlin Danny, good afternoon How are you doing? You OK? Yeah, yeah good Danny Good, yeah you Are you right? excited? Mm. About Ronaldo? Yeah I don't know, Charlie I've got a little bit of trepidation these, these returns don't normally work out you look at Bale yeah. Henri, Dirty Dan back in EastEnders. It, it's never, <laughs> it never works as good as you think it's going to do. So I don't know. Obviously, I, I was excited. That, I think weirdly, as like a bit of United fan, I was more excited that he just didn't go to City. Mm, yeah, because that was on the cards, wasn't it, for a while? How did, how did you feel about that? It wasn't like it was a spoiler. I mean, you yeah. don't spend that kind of money for a. Just to annoy it's a, a city. spite store. Yeah, like yeah. In, um, the sort of thing PSG might do, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, I'm not sure Manchester United would. But uh, I still look, I mean, he's a very different, a bit like we, I'm a Tottenham fan, Danny, a bit like we had with Bale. You have to accept that, that it's a very different sort of player coming back. But in and around the box, he proved in Italy last year, he's, he's still deadly, isn't he? Yeah, he still, he still knows where the net is. I'm just worried about, um, I think Serie A is a, is a, it's a myth, isn't it? I mm. think, like, if you look at Ashley Young, was like smashing it in Serie A. Alexis Sanchez had a good season. I just, I'm always just a bit wary about the Premier League. It's a different kettle of fish, and I just don't know. I don't know whether he can come and do it. But I think it's an upgrade. Cavani was great last year, and yeah. it's an upgrade on Cavani. So even if it's just sort of Cavani, but a little bit better, I think we'll be okay. Do you think him and uh, Cavani are fighting over the number seven shirt at the moment? They're trying to come to an amicable agreement, aren't they? To try and give him Dan James' 21 shirt so he's out, because that's yeah. what he wears for Uruguay. Oh, right, OK. That's the rumour, is that, mm, yeah, yeah. That he's had Dan James' 21 and then uh, Ronaldo can have the seven. I was quite looking forward to CR28, to be honest. <laughs> See, it's not the same, isn't it? Not I mean, apparently, <laughs> they were saying that the Manchester United club shop still has sort of CR7 stuff in there, even though he's yeah. not been there for ages. You what, know, it's still it's yeah. still a lucrative line. What are your memories of him? First, what are your memories of him first time round, Danny? Um, I was great. It was because weirdly, the, the thing I remember the most is that horrible jumper that he had on when he died. <laughs> yeah, um, that weird multicolored jumper on, and he had like the snaggle tooth and the weird hair. And I was just like, this kid is not Ronaldinho. That's who we all wanted. Yeah, we all thought we were going to sign Ronaldinho. We, we ended up with, with this kid from Sporting Lisbon who had a good game in a friendly, and then. He had that debut against Bolton and, like, I think Ricardo Gardner probably still has nightmares about it um, <laughs> to this day. And he was just dead exciting. And it was just great to see. Then he had a weird dip. And I remember, like, this is argue, you might you might laugh at me, Charlie. Obviously, we've known each other a long time. I've never divulged this to anyone. But um, I remember when Ronaldo had his little dip in his, like, second season where I was like, just get rid of him and get Aaron Leonard. <laughs> 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 Well, 
And I just remember trying to swap him for Aaron Lennon. He was still playing in the league, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's, he's, but he's gone to Burnley again. Still going. Yeah. Still playing, yeah, yeah. Both still playing. Yeah. But not, not as many Ballon d'Ors. No, not quite as many. <laughs> the, the Varane, I mean, like we saw the other day. That's, that, a, that's, sign, that's a great bit of business. I mean, I, I mean, Andy, who I often do the show with Andy Jacobs, he's, he thinks really under Solskjaer, it doesn't matter who you sign, he thinks he's not quite up to the job. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, it seems like that. It's weird with Solskjaer. I think Solskjaer needs to do strangely what Fergie did. And Fergie was always good at delegating and he always surrounded himself with good coaches, with, mm. with Kiroz especially. That's a good sign. And I think if, if someone in there who's like a proper coach next to, next to Solskjaer, someone like, I don't know, like Paul Clement or, you know, someone like that who's like a, a great number two, mm. I think he'll be better. His, his man management is obviously, is obviously top-notch. I just think it's his game management that sometimes you wait in on a sub. He might his team selection sometimes. I don't know what Fred's got on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, yeah. Weird. That was the feeling, wasn't it? If they were going to, if they were going to be, you know, you look at what you've got. To, if you're going to win the league, and people might have said, well, you needed a bit more quality in sort of central midfield. That might have been somewhere else they could have strengthened. Yeah, a lot of United fans are pointing to the fact that Liverpool won the league without a great midfield, like you could argue mm. that their midfield at that time wasn't as good as the rest of their team, is what I mean. Yeah. Which is what what is it what's happening at United. But obviously Klopp I think Klopp is a better coach than Ollie and I think he could get the best out of Wijnaldum and players like that. And I just can't I can't see Fred going up a notch like I can't see him just waking up one day and, and knowing how to pass it. Um <laughs> I like McTominay, mm. but I think he's the one that, that you want in there with an experienced player and, yeah. and then yeah. he could come along. They need they need, they need Carrick back. While they're bringing people back. Wow. He's still on the bench, that's true. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. could, he could still turn it on. He didn't. I mean, you know, running was never his thing. Bring Keane back, you know. Bring passing. Really. Bring them all back. Just bring them all back. Exactly. Yeah. Do, you, do you think Once he starts? Do you think... Ron, I'd love to see Seba. <laughs> Yeah, Veron back. <laughs> Bring Veron back. <laughs> um, do you think he starts, Danny? Do you think he'll be? Will he be super sub? Because if he's super sub, what's Mason Greenwood going to do? Ronaldo. Yeah, he absolutely starts. He's like, yeah. he's got to start. I think he'd have an expectation um, that he starts. Mm. Uh, he doesn't strike me as the sort of bloke to be happy on the bench. Really, <laughs> no, as an impact I, sub. Yeah, and I think Cavani's behaviour, like, sort of, if you read into what's been going on, like. There was rumours he didn't want to not go to Uruguay or he's like, there was all that stuff where he was flirting with Boca Juniors in the summer. He wasn't uh -huh. sure whether he was staying. And I think that sort of played into Solskjaer's hands now because he can, he can just say, oh, look, Ronaldo's Ronaldo and you've, you've been umming and ahhing about whether you actually want to be here. So, mm. so Ronaldo starts. I do like Cavani, don't get me wrong, but I think they're very similar players. I don't think you need them both there. Um, you are touring, we understand. Is that right? Doing a little bit of a tour next year, um, mm -hmm. mainly in the north, uh, in the northwest, uh, just in sort of March and April, spring next year, yeah. Okay. And what's Not the name out. of the tour, Danny? It's called More Fire. More Fire. Right. Is, there, is, there, is there a theme? No, it's just me talking for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Danny is very, very good at doing very, very specific niche references right. to things that you will either 100% get and recognise or it will completely go over your mind. Oh, all for that. Very, very good at that. And you also have a podcast, Daniel, don't you? Damn Daniel. And on that podcast, we've been laughing today because... Mm. Uh, 
Paul earlier once said uh, said it was Juan Fuerte, and we Juan said Fuerte, what, a, yeah. what a great name. And we found a Mexican painter called Juan Fuerte. <laughs> one of the one of the things you do on your damn Daniel podcast is imagine if your name was mm. my favorite yeah. ever being. Imagine if your name was Georgia Tazda, which <laughs> did did make me laugh. But what, which um, what are your favorite ones of those, Danny? Well, weirdly, in like an Inception sort of one, we we asked the Twitter followers, the fans on Twitter, to sort of change their Twitter handles. And the best one I saw was uh, Imogen, if your name was. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's been loads of good ones. Uh, double-barreled name, Laura Biding Citizen. Oh, the, oh, the Biding Citizen family, yeah. That's, yeah. Lovely, yeah. Good stuff. But it's a so your podcast, you do it two or three times a week, don't you? You've got your own. It's a, they're all very professional, these podcasts now. Oh, yeah. Paul, they've got their own studios and they film them and all sorts of stuff. Oh, blimey. So he's very, you're a funny man, Danny, and you're on tour with uh, More Fire and your podcast, Damn Daniel. That's brilliant. Nice. And uh, and you're going to win the league this year? Um, Chester might. Well, they, they probably yeah. won't. I can't, I can't <laughs> see United winning the league. I mean, my team have got a good side this year. We might win the league. <laughs> but um, I can't see United winning the league. I think City are too strong. I think Chelsea are strong. Yeah. And people forget it's weird how people have forgotten that Liverpool exists. Yeah, 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 that's very true. They are being slightly <laughs> written off for absolutely no reason whatsoever. So, look, Danny, good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. You too. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Danny. All the best. There's uh, Danny McLaughlin there, comedian, Manchester United fan, a real, a realist take. Really, yeah. Uh, <laughs> slightly jaundiced. Veron, calling for Veron back. I mean, so, yeah, well, you heard it here. You heard it here, yeah. <laughs> Bring him back. Uh, we'll ask Tim Vickery if he's still in. <laughs> he's at playing speed. Uh, he joins us from Rio a little bit later. I wonder what he's doing on. today when Spassi Veron... <laughs> I don't know, he's probably having a... What's the time now in Argentina? Spending his Chelsea it? money, is he? Yeah, yeah I don't know what he's up to, Charlie. We'll find out. Let's leave, find out. Good leave idea. it with me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, TalkSport's new uh, game, Big Five, is giving you a chance to win a share of £5,000. The game is simple to play. Uh, predict five fixtures and boost your score with three deciders. The top 25% win a share of the prize pool. So even if all your predictions don't come off, you've still got a chance to win. Uh, so what do they do now, Charlie? Do you know? I or don't you have the read ball, okay. but I can make it. I have got it. Oh, Here yeah, we go. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. There so, we go. So, so you can head to talksport.com forward slash selector and turn your predictions into cash with TalkSport's Big Five. Entries cost £5 and close Saturday 11th of September yeah. at midday. Go to talksport.com forward slash selector. Now 18 plus. T's and C's apply. Be gambleaware.org. Please gamble responsibly. That's right, yeah. Um, we've been uh, asking you today about uh, footballers that sound like uh, lovely villages mm. just outside Oxford. <laughs> and it was kicked off by the new Barnet keeper, Aston Oxborough. They just bought a lovely little house there, lovely. listed place, 16th century. Can't yeah. touch it, of course. <laughs> but it's a joy. Everyone gets fishing rights. Yeah, <laughs> we got the fishing rights for the air. It's lovely, lovely jetty on the back. <laughs> uh, Harry says, I've just booked a holiday to the south of France. I'm staying in a lovely little seaside resort called San Maxima. <laughs> Beautiful, oh, but Harry. it's lovely. Have a lovely there. time. Like a lovely Harry. white sandy Enjoy beach there. Yeah. Yeah, Our right. friend, someone anonymous, has turned it on its head, and it's a lovely idea. Mm. Going to give you an English town that should be a footballer, yeah. and that's Leighton Buzzard. 
Oh, that's it true. Should be, yeah, shouldn't it? Should you be, know, there should be a late. Newport Pagnell plays up front. Yeah, that's right. You, met, we were chatting to Danny McLaughlin, the Manchester United supporting comedian, earlier on, and on his podcast, they do enjoy having uh, people come up with uh, interesting names. Yeah. And one of the best from his uh, followers on Twitter was, uh, "I'd love to meet someone, a, a lady called Laura Biding Citizen <laughs> from the Biding Citizen family." Our old mate Crackers, who we spoke to yesterday outside the Spurs training ground. Oh yeah, uh, him, him and his mate Pete have been doing these for years. Find them and send them to. Yeah. Each other, and uh, he's always been keen to meet a bloke called Al Nesting Box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Al. All right, Al Nesting Box. Al, next, Al Nesting Box. Oh, yeah, that would be me. very nice. Thank yeah, you, Christmas, for that. Uh, now, talking of the animal kingdom, Charlie, oh, the yeah. picture of the day uh, comes uh, from Russia. And uh, this is a, a young lady. She's only 24. Um, her name is uh, Veronica Dijkster. She um, has a bear. She has a pet bear. Mm-hmm. It's a Himalayan bear. Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, as, as tame as a bear can get, it's tame. And uh, look look at the picture, Charlie. I'll show the camera too. She drives it around. The, the, the bear sits no. in the passenger seat. No, that's too much. And, and the, the picture we're describing is, is this big, it's a proper bear. Proper, proper bear. full-size bear, arm out the window, leaning out, looking at the camera with her in the driving it seat. It looks like a sort of bloke dressed up, doesn't it? In, in it, a, does, but it, 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 it looks like a van driver or a coach yeah. driver, you know, going... So know, he's mate. like... But the thing was, imagine like at the lights... You, you just sort of suddenly look over at the lights. Those and... things never end well, do they, Paul? They, they, it, it, always no, remember, they... it always ends with them, the bear turned. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's always that. And people always say, well, you know, what did she expect? Yeah. You know, <laughs> the thing is, if it happens halfway up the motorway, other people could get involved as well, it's, couldn't they? Um, but but um, she said, oh, he loves going for a drive. Well, I'm sure he does. <laughs> she says he has a positive attitude towards car trips. Um, because of his curious nature, he's yeah, quite but, curious. Yeah, he's, he's a bear. I'm a people bear. He says, "I just <laughs> just like to meet people." Um, he's interested in the steering wheel, which I'd be quite worried about. Eighty mile an hour. <laughs> Give us a look at that. Yeah. Give us just, a look at that. I just imagine, like, if he decides, I mean, who's going to argue with him? If he decides he wants to take his test, I'm not arguing with him. He turns up at the test centre. It never well, ends I'm afraid. Well. Um, do they say you what failed? His name is? He's just you failed on your highway code. Well, I'm afraid you failed. And then the bear just looks at the bloke and says. No, you haven't. Actually, no, you've you've very much passed. Who's going to turn him down? No, no, he's not. Bear, there's happen, no bear driving a car there, so not quite sport. But James in Essex has been in touch. Yeah. Uh, Paul James Milner is the holder of the British record for barbel. Is that right? Well, he wow, caught a splendid a twenty-two pound specimen on the River Trent. When he was a young Leeds player, the record yeah. still stands to this day. Nice. Um, hard, difficult to catch a barbel, pole, you know. You have to, it's one of those all-night jobs, a barbel. Is it really? Yeah. yeah what are they like, lunch and meat on a pole? No, they're a big, big, big long thing with... Big spiky barbels coming, yeah, you've out, nev- coming out of there. You've, you've, is that what they're called? No. You never, you've never caught one, though, Charlie. Never caught one. What's your dream catch? Do you know if it's just how you want to catch? Well, yeah. Like Bob, we had Bob and Paul on. The yeah, other week, talking about other... gone fishing, which was brilliant, wasn't it? The first show fantastic. on Sunny was fantastic. Really good. They were in the Outer Hebrides and they caught a beautiful uh, sea yeah. trout. Was it tree, sea trout or sea salmon? They called sea it. trout. They sea, were catching sea trout. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Um, and uh, I'm all about. I'm not. I'm pretty new to it all, but mm. I'm not one of these people who goes camping and stays out for three days. I've got a theory that a lot of sports are for men to get out of the house for as long as possible. Right. You know, like no, that's that's why, not you, Charlie. That's why test cricket is five days long, etc. You know, <laughs> or like yeah. cycling is three weeks in the Tour de France. Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you can go away for a long time. A lot of carp fishermen, they'll go, I'm off carp fishing, I've got to be there for four days or something, you know, and you go, oh, goodness me, well, good luck with that. I don't know how people get the, get the time to go and do it, but so I like... Turning up, a two-hour session is my ideal. Right. Two-hour session on on a spinner and just 
perch or you know a pike when i caught a pike it was a yeah. great great day but the trouble is when you're a new fisherman mm. yeah. as you are you yeah. i mean you said you bit the show is great the team until show you it. it's great until you've actually got the fish yeah because <laughs> then you've got to deal with an actual live fish just on the bank there. Well, you have to imagine dealing with a live bear yeah, sitting in the passenger seat. You'd be no good, would you? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm a bit twitchy with animals. So yeah. what is it? What you're frightened of? It's going to jump out of your hand? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't... Well, with the pike, you have to sort of reach into its gills oh, yeah. to get, get the, hook the hook out. out and, yeah. You know, obviously have you, have your hand hook. Off, we'll, we'll have your yeah. hand off. We'll yeah. have your hand off, indeed. I was like birds inside, like 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 um, flappy birds. You know, I'm not a big fan of that. Oh. My my cat, you know, Chris Packer. My cat as a kid. You're once, not going to get the autumn watch gig, <laughs> are you? I came down for school one morning as a kid, mm. and my cat had brought in a full flapping seagull, like. <laughs> What, riding it like something <laughs> from Game of Thrones? <laughs> Through the cat flap, yeah. it dragged in, full, and it was like half dead, half alive. As, and they're oh. big seagulls. Well, that's, that's... So having one in your kitchen. Oh, yeah. So I you... went back to bed, pretended I hadn't seen it. Left me dad. Oh, yeah, no, dad. No, left me dad. That's a dad job, isn't it? Yeah. So that's just not for me. You know, if it, if I came bed. down now, I know it would be my job. And that You're lucky the cat, off, the cat off and likes to give it as a gift. It's yeah, nice to bring it out and put it on your bed. That's what he's doing. Look what I've got for you now. Oh, yeah, anybody who's had cats will know, you know, oh, fancy a mouse, Dad. Look yeah. at this. Oh. Nice seven o'clock in the morning. Have a little mouse, half-dead mouse on your pillow. Have, have tail out of his mouth. Have some of that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. We'll do it all again yeah. uh, tomorrow. We'll have uh, the birthday spread. I look at the producer. Have we got anything else in so far? You don't know, do you? Who knows? Grace, birthday shrugging. spread. I'm 2-1 I'm up on I Paul. Forward I'm, planning with, with you, you, I think, we're really troubled by forward spread. planning on this show. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Who knows? Something will turn up. It's that. Yeah, it it's the, it's the, Mr. Oh, McCorber producing this week. Yeah, he is. <laughs> will Greenwood uh, will be uh, joining us. Oh, talk, fabulous. Talk a bit of City and a bit of rugby. I'm Great. almost certainly. Obviously, if he's prepared to. A bit much of Will Greenwood came on and says, oh, come on, but I want to talk about City or rugby. What's the point, What do you want Will? to talk about? Not that he's going to do that. Play the hits. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll do that uh, tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.